Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, January 27th, and this is for January 27th through February 2nd. Mm. And quick apology at the top. Last week, I forgot to mention that we had entered Aquarius season. I was so caught up in Pluto entering Aquarius, but the sun also entered Aquarius last Saturday, January 20th. So happy Aquarius season, and the sun will remain in Aquarius until Sunday, February 18th. Happy Aquarius season, everyone. Yeah. Now today, January 27th, Uranus just turned direct this morning, early this morning around midnight. And by chance, have you noticed any shakeups in your world recently, any revelations? Uranus has a tendency to shake things up, to make us more impulsive. It can give us that extra push to take some action or make a decision we'd maybe been putting off. Mm. Or maybe recently you've gained a, a new perspective on something. Maybe you're now looking at an old situation through a new set of eyes. What if you've noticed nothing new? When will you? When will you? Uh, how about tomorrow? <laughs> okay, that, Does that works. Does that work? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you'll notice something new tomorrow. Dope. If you haven't noticed anything new yet. Yeah. Okay. But Uranus turned direct this morning, uh, yeah, around midnight Pacific time. And mm, recent, okay. Yeah, just whatever, 15 hours ago. It had been retrograde since August of last year. Mm. And with Uranus turning direct, we now have no retrograde planets, and we won't have any retrograde planets until April 1st, when Mercury will turn retrograde, I believe, in the sign of Aries. Mm, okay. But today, at least, the moon is in Virgo, so there is a lot of mental energy in the air, the Aquarius sun mm. connecting with the Virgo moon. That means a lot of thinking. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, Venus is forming a sextile with Saturn around 10 p.m. this evening, and the moon is going to oppose Saturn as well. The moon is also going to, in conjunct Pluto, that's also called a quincunx. So this could end up being kind of a tough day emotionally, you know, because mm. the moon represents our emotions, and the moon is bumping up against both Pluto and Saturn, okay. which are not the most happy-go-lucky kinds of planets. So just know that your mood might be a little, eh, hopefully it isn't, but you know, there's possibility for that. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Another big factor today is that Mercury is conjunct Mars. That, that conjunction was exact around 7 a.m. Pacific time. So what that means is that our minds, which is represented by the planet Mercury, and our bodies, represented by Mars, when they form a conjunction like this, it means those two planets are in sync, and we might be feeling really decisive today as a result. Maybe we're ready to take some action or make some big decisions. Hmm. We're ready to go to the Home Depot and build a shed or, you know, whatever people build. You'll go build something. It's a great day for that. And at the same time, I'd suggest we watch our words because our communication could be a little more cutting mm. or it might sound a little more urgent. Oh, no. You know, and it might be hard to watch our words while the moon is in a verbal sign like Virgo. We might feel compelled to maybe say a little too much, get mm. the last word in there kind of thing. So mm. proceed with caution. Try to be choosy with your words and mm. your actions oh. unless you just love thrashing around that's fine too i don't know go go do some headbanging if people still do that the last time we had a mars mercury conjunction was last october it was on october 29th 2023 
That was the last time that Mars and Mercury formed a conjunction, which means they're in the same sign and in the same degree. And last October, they were in the sign of Scorpio. So Sunday, that's tomorrow, Sunday, January 28th. That looks to be more like a more of a pleasant day. And it could even be downright harmonious. Oh, downright. You bet. Indubitably. The moon, the moon will continue to be in Virgo all day on Sunday, so our mental energy should still be high. And the Virgo moon is looking to be happier, forming nice trines with Venus and Jupiter. The moon will be in conjunct the sun around 3 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday. And with that sort of a aspect, we might feel like we want to release something or let something go. And maybe it's something that we've been chewing on, you know, it could be something connected to the full moon that we just experienced, mm. or maybe something that was brought to light during the most, this most recent full moon. Mm. Maybe now we're seeing, ah, there's something I need to let go or move on from something, that kind of a thing. The Mercury, or Mercury, the Mercury, uh, Mercury of the planet will try in Uranus around 1 p.m. on Sunday Pacific time. So our thinking will continue to be electric. You know, oh. Uranus brings, represents electricity. It, it can't really be harnessed to that energy. It's really kind of wild. It's, it's high voltage mental energy all weekend, really. So with Mercury trying in Uranus, that is a positive aspect. It can lead to innovative ways of looking at something, breakthroughs in thought. You might experience an aha moment an aha moment. You might feel compelled to share your ideas with others, or you might have other people wanting to share their amazing new ideas with you. How exciting. Yeah, it's an electric weekend. Venus will trine Jupiter on Sunday around 5 p.m. Pacific time, and that's just about as joyous of an aspect as you can get. You know, Venus, the planet of beauty and love, getting together in this positive aspect with Jupiter. Jupiter is that planet that only sees the positive side of things and this could just be in a very jubilant sunday evening oh. full of love and grand gestures of love you know this venus jupiter trine also suggests you know possibly overdoing things or things that seem amazing in the moment might lose their shine later no. they might not actually be as amazing no. after this transit passes but this is a happy, upbeat transit for sure, so hopefully you feel some of those good vibes on Sunday evening. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I'm guessing you will. See, that's you asked when you're going to feel better or something's going to happen. Look to that Venus-Jupiter trine. Mm, okay, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Now, Monday, January 29th, the moon will remain in Virgo all day on Monday. It won't leave Virgo until just after midnight Pacific time. So Monday will be another full day with the Virgo moon. And the Virgo moon always encourages us to get organized and be practical and fix things and clean and tidy and maybe have us being a little bit picky and fussy too it's a good time to get out in nature and mm. commune with mother earth and mm. it's another mostly happy day for the virgo moon on monday so hopefully our collective mood will be mostly happy as well the moon is going to form lovely aspects with mars uranus and mercury the moon will oppose neptune around 3 30 p.m pacific time so that aspect can obscure communications kind of be some confusing energy out oh. there and it can throw off Virgo's quest for perfection. But overall, it's looking like a good day okay. and most likely a very busy and active day as well. Okay. And also on Monday, Mars will form a trine with Uranus. 
Uranus tried Mercury the day before, and now it's going to try Mars on Monday. So it's a very busy week for Uranus. It, you know, Uranus just turned direct, and now it's going to start connecting with Mercury and Mars. And Uranus is, of course, Aquarius's ruling planet, and we're in Aquarius season now. So expect a lot of thinking outside the box, innovation, eccentric behavior, working with new technologies, working in groups, socializing, etc., new experiences, unfamiliar experiences, all that fun stuff. Oh. So speaking of, well, not really unfamiliar experience, this is more of a familiar experience, but, you know, I mentioned at the top that Almy is a Scorpio, mm -hmm. and she's been a Scorpio her entire life, and every week I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Almy, as a Scorpio, I know you're kind of private at times. Oh, yes. Not always, but you, sometimes you lead with privacy, as a Scorpio might be wont to do. Yes. And I hope it's okay if I ask you a question like this, but you and I have been watching True Detective, the most recent season with Jodie Foster. Yes. And there's a reference in the fourth season about stuff that happened in season one. So yes. because you hadn't seen season one before... Uh, we're doing rewatch for me, but you're watching season one of True Detective for the first time. True. And season one is already 10 years old. It came out in 2014, mm. believe it or not. Wild. As a Scorpio, Wild. how do you feel about what you've seen so far in True Detective season one? It is a very Scorpio show. Season one and season four, I guess. I've been enjoying season one. It's hard to believe it's already 10 years old. It feels very current. It does have some trademarks of 2010's TV, the era where prestige television, the golden era, really started to emerge. So you see a lot of that high-quality uh, television, but you also see some trademarks of that era. For example, the green-tinted, um, what do you call it? Like, everything mm. is a green yeah, tint to it. That. Yeah, The cinematography, I, I don't know exactly. The coloring has, just has this green tint. Yeah. I love Matthew McConaughey. I totally get it now. He's absolutely brilliant in it. He deserves all the accolades. He's fantastic. It's a fun show. I mean, I don't know if fun's the right word. It, it can be a dark show. I'm having fun watching it. Woody Harrelson's also great. Uh, I, You know, I do wish that they gave the female characters more to do other than be naked and be drug addicts. Mm. I thought that was interesting, and maybe that's why season four has two female lead detectives, including Jodie Foster. Mm. So maybe there's some course correction there, and that's fine. The 2010s, that, that was not unusual. I think that was when we were beginning to see uh, maybe over the 2010s of that decade, we started to see a little more women behind the scenes of TV trying to change that. It's no disrespect to the show. The show is still a good show. But I was surprised by how little the female characters had to do. They're they're always naked, or they're doing drugs, or they're just there to do something for men, the male characters. It was a little bit of a bummer. The actresses, though, they're great. It's mm -hmm. I wish they had more to do. Yeah, but, I know what you mean. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I was just kind of like, oh my god, why, why are all of the women either like naked, or sex workers, or both? Mm -hmm. Or if they're not sex workers, like the first time they're introduced they're like half dressed um so that was a little bit of a bummer but it just kind of makes you realize that the 2010s are a little dated in their way which is why again the season of true detective is not like that if anything 
they objectify the men to a point that feels uh, very creepy, like that detective working with Jodie Foster, basically sexual assault. I don't know what that was about. Remember that with the with the guy and then she took his toothbrush? I don't oh, know yeah, what is going the on there. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Um, anyway, sorry. Season one. Season one is great. I'm glad that I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. I understand the hype now. I don't know why I didn't watch it when it first came out. I, I tried. I just had a hard time sticking with it. It's a slow burn. But now I'm I'm in it. And I think we have about like an episode. We have the we have the last episode and then like what? 15 minutes left of the episode before it. That sounds right. Yeah. The last episode we were watching, the internet or something was cutting out. So the we kept pausing and it would freeze. So we didn't get through that. You don't need to share that with everyone. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Private. As a Scorpio, I, I don't like people knowing how our internet works. Okay. Yeah. You know who else is a Scorpio randomly? Matthew is... McConaughey. No, it's Andy Richter. It's, it's, this is very random. <laughs> but I know. Matthew McConaughey I'm, I'm... is a Scorpio, though. Matthew right? McConaughey is indeed a Scorpio. I you know. are correct. But I was also thinking, you know, you mentioned that you felt the McConaughey character is stronger than the Woody Harrelson character. And, and, oh, and of course it is. Just, it just, it not, nothing against Woody Harrelson. No, but no, not at all. It's, it's, it's a more, the character is written to be much more interesting. Yeah. But I thought it'd be funny if Matthew McConaughey was paired up with Andy Richter. Oh, yeah. That's sure. And Andy Richter is also a Scorpio, it turns out. He was born October 29th, I think. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what we do here at Something About Astrology. We talk about shows from 10 years ago. And for way too long. For I'm way too sorry. long. <laughs> no, sorry I rambled. Sometimes I talk about shows that oh, I dream as a that I once had that I don't remember. That's like all of his lines on True Detective. I want to dress up as him for Halloween. I know I'm 10 years too late. But you could do dual costumes, too. You could do the Rust Cole of 2012 yeah. and then the Rust Cole of, you know, 1995. <laughs> right. You and I should be the two different ones. Oh, my God. Yeah. 95 yes. Rust Cole oh my and God. Uh, You are obviously the one Cole. with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do it. Get ready. Yeah. 2012 Rust Cole is, is way more sag. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> And uh, thank you, thank you, Ami, for sharing. Oh, whatever. And You're welcome. I actually have a part two of the Ask oh. a Scorpio. I'd like to do a little trivia with you, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. As I mentioned earlier, Mercury and Mars are in conjunction today. So oh. as I mentioned, our words can be a little more edgy, our actions can be a little more decisive and all that fun stuff. So what I have here is a list of, of famous people who were actually born when Mercury and Mars were conjunct. Really? Yeah, what all these people have in common is that Mar- Mars and Mercury were conjunct in their charts. Oh wow! And these people might kind of, you know, embody this sort of energy that's out there today. Oh. So this first woman, I did not write down too much information about her because, because um, that's just how I did it today. But she's a comedian, and she's been around. She's been around forever. She's just everywhere. She actually was one of the co-hosts at the Oscars when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and. She's just a funny lady. Weirdly, I don't remember and... who was co-hosting. That was like the <laughs> least thing I remember from that show. But go on. And at the moment, I'm complete, completely drawing oh, a blank. Wanda Sykes. Thank you. Because I, <laughs> I was struggling to name even one show. I mean, she's been in like every show. She's in everything. She's an icon. Um, Yeah. So thank you for guessing that. Wanda Sykes has a Mars Mercury conjunct in her chart. This next gentleman is an actor. 
And we've talked about him before. We weren't sure how to pronounce his last name at the time. Chalamet. That's right. Timothy Chalamet. Did I do it right? Yeah, Chalamet. Yep. Mm. He also has Mars Mercury conjunct in his chart. This next person is a rapper, hip-hop artist. He has performed at the Super Bowl. Uh, a couple of his albums are called To Pimp a Butterfly mm -hmm. and Damn. Can you name this person? Kendrick Lamar. That's right, Kendrick Lamar. Mm. And then the last one, if I can read my handwriting. Uh-oh. He is the host of The Late Show. He took over after David Letterman. He also used to be a correspondent on The Daily Show. Can you name this person? No. He was also on Strangers with Candy. Oh, of course. Uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> yep. Don't tell me. I obviously know this man. Oh, my God. Why am I thinking? The Colbert. Yeah. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert also has a Mars. Did you like Mercury that impression? That's perfect. That's dead on, <laughs> spot on. And oddly enough, the person that he took over for, I mentioned, was David Letterman. And yes. David Letterman also has a Mars Mercury conjunction. His isn't quite as strong. It's about six degrees apart, I think. But mm. still, I just thought that was that was interesting. That is interesting. So that's probably the longest Ask a Scorpio segment we've ever done. And I'm sorry, okay? No, I mean, it's great. It's always nice to hear from you and to get your is Scorpio it? perspective on things. Is it? So thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, okay, so where do we leave off? Tuesday. All right, oh. so the rest of the week, it's on paper at least, there's not a lot going on. Uh, okay. it's, it's lunar aspects. So Tuesday, January 30th, and Wednesday, January 31st, the moon's going to be in Libra both days. And Libra, of course, is an air sign. Aquarius, the sun is in Aquarius right now. That's also an air sign. So there's going to be a lot of air energy out there on Tuesday and Wednesday. Air energy in general is good for socializing. It's good for getting a new perspective on things, changing things up, especially with uh, the moon being in Libra. That's all about beauty and, and fashion and style and, and all that fun stuff. So you might want to try to bring some beauty into your life or redo whatever to mm -hmm. make it look nicer. I don't know. But... In general, though, the, the Libra moon will be a touch cranky on Tuesday, a touch cranky on Wednesday as well. But, you know, the lunar aspects only last for a couple hours here, a couple hours there. So they're not like major things anyway, just some general crankiness in general. Mm -hmm. But but a Libra moon is always kind of a happy moon anyway. It, it wants to socialize and be nice and bring some pleasantness to things. So that's Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. On Thursday, the moon will enter Scorpio around 12.30 p.m., Pacific time. It's a great time to watch True Detective, <laughs> any of the seasons, really. The moon will square Pluto around 1.30 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday. And um, that's just a lot of Pluto energy, a lot of Scorpio energy. Can definitely be, be some intensity on Thursday afternoon. Keep okay. that in mind. There could be some power struggles or people just kind of being a bit grumpy in general. I don't know. But Friday, February 2nd, I have here that it is Groundhog Day. Right. So happy Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day in advance. Yeah. And the moon will be in Scorpio all day on Friday, Great. February 2nd. So another Scorpio moon day. Uh, Mercury is going to form a nice sextile with Neptune on Friday, February 2nd. So that will actually bring some, hopefully some lightness and some gentleness to things as well. Some dreaminess to kind of uh, maybe lighten the mood. Okay. If by chance this particular Scorpio moon's a little heavy. But, you know, the Scorpio moon's aspected okay it is going to form a nice aspect with venus and uh, so friday february 2nd in general might be okay there could be some intensity kind of getting to the bottom of things but also hopefully doing it in a uh, constructive cooperative 
way. Mm. So not a ton of activity this upcoming week. You know, last week we had just an amazing amount of things going on. Last week we had Pluto entering Aquarius. We had uh, the sun shifting into Aquarius season. We had a very intense full moon in Leo, mm, especially right. if you're feeling that around, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week. I mean, it was a pretty intense full moon. Yes. Uh, Venus changed signs last week. As I mentioned, Uranus turned direct this morning. So last week was just jam-packed with stuff. So if you're feeling a little wobbly, I would say that you're right on track because there's been a lot going on out there. Uh, this upcoming week, though, does look quieter. That doesn't mean it's going to be quiet, but at least, you you know, the planets are, are fairly quiet. And then the week after this one, just looking ahead to early February, we're going to have Mercury entering Aquarius on February 5th. We're going to have a new moon in Aquarius on February 9th. And then we'll have the Lunar New Year on Saturday, February 10th. And it's going to be the Year of the Wood Dragon. Oh. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, thank you, as always, for listening. We appreciate it. <laughs> I'll just start over. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We love you. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Take care.